Are you ready? Are you ready, Kyle? How's the party started? The party started. I've been recording for a while. Yeah. The party don't start till I walk in. Well, she sold out. I sell out. No, not you. Cash and don't, don't party no more. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and future boys, welcome to another episode of the School for Wayward Nerds podcast. Here to teach you about all the geeky things, some things more abstract than others. Today we're talking about Spider-Man, a very specific kind of Spider-Man, one that was on the butt of Cameron Diaz in a film called Two Charlie's <laughs> Angels. <laughs> I didn't know where you were going with that, and then you... Yeah. <laughs> That's right, all the pieces fell together. My name is Toby DePaula, I am your host, and I am joined by uh, half Dave or Dorito Queen. Hi. Yep. I'm sleepy. You're always sleepy. Uh, we've also got White Collar. Hey. And special guest, <laughs> Megan Chickadillo. I'm so special. <laughs> Every episode. <laughs> um. Yeah, I wasn't kidding. We just watched... Uh, 2000's Charlie's Angels reboot. I had never seen it before this, apparently. I hadn't either. What? Yeah. I definitely... You're the only person who had seen that before. Have you tried? No, but I remembered the end. That's the whole idea. <laughs> Weird place to show up for. Mm. I just like that Sheila from Santa Clarita Dots is in it. Yep, she was there. And Joe Beckham will let go in everything. A star-studded cast, indeed. What what were your first impressions when we got into this movie? Of what? Everything? Yep. It started with a a scene that wouldn't be done ever again, I don't think. Mm. Mm, It was a bit of a blur, so I'll refresh it for you. It was like bombs on an aeroplane. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and, wow. Um, no. Almost blackface, I guess. Yep. Yeah, that was there. It was kind of like Toxic by Britney Spears at the start. Ex- except Britney Spears have better special effects in her music videos. And then on the plane had a bomb vest, and he's just like, hey, look, here's my bomb vest. Yeah, look at my bomb vest. Holy shit. And then, and then the flood attendant came up, and they were like, would you like this scotch? And it was straight after he was like, hey, I'm a bomb vest. Yeah, that's also the flight attendant who assumed a black man would not be in first class. Yeah, rude. There's some racist shit oh, in this movie. Very racist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it came out before 9 yeah, 11. It shows, mate. Cinema's nil. No. Somebody put it in cinemas and see if everybody gets upset. <laughs> Because I'd, I'd like someone to... go and do that for me. Can I? Yeah, somebody do that for me and let me know how it goes. Um, that <laughs> whole opening, that whole event was amazing. It was so weird. It's not what I expected. Brought up a lot of nine eleven stuff, and it played Motley Crue's Live Wire. And then it did about six minutes of just hard cutting between weird origin story, which made no sense. Yep, one had braces. Yeah, one, one went on a rode a horse, show. and the other Defensing. one, yeah, one punched a guy in the military. One flipped off the bathroom camera. Why were there cameras in the t- school bathroom? Oh lord, yeah, that's, that's something you can't do smoking. anymore too. Yeah, what did you think of the opening? Yeah. Oh, it makes it help. Perfect sense. That's that's really well shot. 
not knowing what you're going into and stumbling into that was very exciting. Mm. I had a great time with it. It was a pretty good movie. Why did they have to dress up as that guy? As LL Cool J? To sh- yeah, in like some kind of like the, the costume. An African outfit. Just to be like, hey, I got the diamonds. Like, why couldn't it be them in a week like every other time they dress up for the next hour and a half? Because they wanted to give you this false sense of I'm actually trying to Kind of like, like the start else. of the Punisher movie. No, yeah. Exactly. Except like it's predictable as shit because every one of us said which girl was that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we did. Um, yeah, it was weird. You want to talk about... Cast or music? Because yeah, those are both being brought up. Why did they get such a cars movie, big cast? Like yeah, you want to talk about cars instead? And How did they get such a big cast? It's got like a crazy good looking cast and soundtrack in this. <laughs> yeah, we mentioned LL Cool J who plays Mr. Jones apparently. Um, Alright, you, you've got your main three. You're Charlie's Angels. You're Totally Spice. You're 2000 Charlie's Angels. <laughs> yep. You introduced it like a fucking team. Alright, today's nominees for the 2000 Charlie's Angels is Cameron Diaz as Natalie Cook. You got Drew Barrymore playing Dylan Sanders. She was there. Yep, heir to the Colonel Sanders fortune. No, because she's never met her dad. Because he's Colonel Sanders, and he's busy making chicken. Oh, the conspiracy. Mm. And Lucy Liu playing Alex Monday. Yeah. Um, I think that's I think that's what that spells. So... What did you think of the three girls? Were they good? Yeah, pretty big, big cast they got there. I don't want to go in... I, like, it's hard to go into the artistical stuff of this spastic movie. But the three girls had good chemistry together. Thank yeah. You. They are bodies. Um, they feel like bodies, and that's one good. One thing about it mm-hmm. that I find odd is like, yeah, they've got this big cast, and yeah, the songs on this movie probably weren't cheap either. They were exciting. That's but I keep feeling like, oh, it's pretty terrible, but that's because it came out 19 years ago. I wonder if this was perceived as super good when it came because out. Here yeah. are some movies it's super good that now. came out that year that are super good. This will put it in perspective. It's good. stand up. Okay. Empress New Crew. Oh. That's a good ass movie. Great. Scary movie. Oh. Yeah. That doesn't... The original. Yeah, the yeah. first one. Um, like Mission Impossible 2. Like, those mm. movies are still kind of regarded as good. Yeah, they're still Crashing good. Tiger, Hidden Dragon. That is a newer movie than I thought. No, that was a joke. Like, oh. the first X-Men movie. Right. Yeah, right. it was bad, but I don't remember it, like, looking as bad. Yep. Unbreakable. American Psycho Gladiator. Like, they're still kind of movies mm. that are in, held in high regard. Yeah. Yeah. So now I kind of feel bad that I Googled it and took away my thing of just, maybe it's only like this because it's old. Awesome. I don't know. It's, I'm sure it doesn't have the biggest budget. It's one of those typical reboots. Well, which are joked about in the cast. opening opening titles. There's there's actually wait, no, this is something else. Um there's a bit of trivia mm-hmm. that I found. That um Drew Barrymore actually bought the rights to like the film and everything before like shooting. Yeah, she's one of the producers. Yeah, she like got an estimated like for that film forty million dollars. Jeez. And for the second one, 80. 
The second one I remember, I've seen that one. That's dope. But I still reckon, like, back in 2000, this movie would have been so fucking cool. According to Wikipedia, it had mixed positive reviews. Mixed positive? That means some people are like, this is good, and some people are like, fuck yeah. Yeah, this is, that's a B grade. That's a good B. Yeah, that's, a $40 yeah. million dollar B Maybe that's grade. why I like it, because it's clearly a B grade movie. And that's, it's not. It's something special. Well, 19 years ago, this was a good movie. Alright, back to cast. you got John Bosley, played by Bill Murray. Confusing for someone who'd seen the sequel. Hmm. As he is Bernie Mac. Confusing for people when you said he changes actor to a black guy in Ghostbusters. I didn't. I said he's from Ghostbusters. <laughs> no, it was very confusing. I thought you meant that yeah. too. I was like, what are you talking about? Look, I was blinded by the film. I was just, I don't know. I was doing my best. Hey, this is a thing we discussed while watching it. Mm-hmm. We're not very good at movies that everyone should know. Yeah. We, we kind of missed like, a lot of stuff. When we watch Team America and they've got the Film Actors Guild of all these we, actors, yeah. we know like none of them. Mm-hmm. When I think of Bill Murray, I think of five franchises. All right, let's run the list. There's like the Charlie's Angels movie, yep. the two Ghostbusters, right. Garfield. Garfield. Those are the three that he plays someone. The other two I know him for are Zombieland yep. and Space Jam, and both of them he plays Bill Murray. He's, he's more cameo than man. Yeah, so half the time I think he's just him. It's weird. Um, you got Sam Rockwell playing Eric Knox. Uh, he's what from Iron Man 2. Yeah. I thought he was from Iron Man 3, but I'm not paying attention. I mean, we should probably go on the plot before we talk about him, but he was weird. Yeah, he's fucking weird guy doing weird shit. He I did the splits at one much point. About the guy with the weird hair. That's a uh, thin man, played by Crispin Glover. That was thin, thin man. Crispin Glover is he has a the girl virus. from Twilight. <laughs> it's not the girl from Twilight. His hair looks like That's Christian Stewart. Um, he was weird in this too. I like. I had a great time watching him. Smoke and then go. Yeah, he has no speaking lines. He squeals like he's a helium, terrifying. and he sniffed the hair real bad. Yeah, he squashes it all over his oh. face. Like he's in Texas Rising from twenty. Do you know what that is, or you just no. okay? All right, you got Callie Lynch playing Vivian Wood. You got Tim Curry playing Roger Corwin. He's in front of the Tim. Tim Cor- Tim is good. He's in lots of stuff. They abandoned him halfway through this movie, man. He died. Yeah, and then no one, no, no one cared. No one investigated it. Cops problem. Yeah. Oh no, that's why I know who he is. Is Willy Wonka in epic movie? Oh, <laughs> great. Way to know a guy. <laughs> that's not a good place to meet anybody. The, the guy. All right, you got Matt LeBlanc playing James Gibbons, or as we shouted when he showed up, friends. Yeah, we're all big fans of the Friends movie. Um, so another good character in here was uh, Chad, played by Tom Chad. Green. The Chad. The Chad. What do you think about that, Kyle? The Chad is great. That's the second scene after we're all blown away from the opening is uh, Tom oh, Green on a tugboat. Yeah. Everything's really colour-coded to... From, from fucking... From Drew Barrymore's vehicle to the tugboat. To his long johns and gumboots. Everything matched perfectly. I don't understand why. Was it the Chad? It was the Chad. Chad was great. And you got Luke Wilson playing Pete. The 
Chad is dumb. Anytime someone's named Chad in a TV show movie, they're pretty cool. Yeah. Chad, Chad Bradwell. Chad is a name that has Terrible history. outcome in real life in movies and TV shows. Yeah. Um, all right, Meg, what was the plot of the movie? You know. <laughs> um... <laughs> They're, they're, they're like smart people and they, they, they go to get the man, but the man is not nice. And, then, yep. and then... There it is, everybody. And then he's mad because his dad was mean yeah. in the war. <laughs> <laughs> there's this real weird scene. Holy shit. And these chicks have to go help everybody. You, you aren't that far <laughs> off, because like halfway through that movie, I did have like... I got dizzy. I was like, "What is? What happened?" The first half okay, hard to follow. I can, I, can, I can give you the plot. All right, sum it up to me thusly. Okay, the girls are employed by a lady who says her boss was kidnapped because he has um, voice technology. technology that can DNA your voice. Yeah. And the people that have all of the who um, might have stole it. No, the people that have all of the satellites have stolen it hmm. so they the charlie's angels go and find the boss and he's like yeah but they've still got my technology so they go and they jerry rig the satellite people and so then the lady and the boss blow everybody up because it turns out they just want to find charlie because charlie may or may not have killed his dad in the war yeah but but then we find out... There's a lot of, like, right-hand turns in this plot. Then we find out that Charlie didn't kill him at all. Square. He was a double spy, and the other people find out that he was bad, and so they killed him. Not Charlie. Hmm. Um, Charlie's a good boy. Charlie so the, wait, there's this real weird scene bits. when we see that um, the dad was, like, in the army kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, this is a photo of my dad. He was a Green Beret. And then she just goes, oh, that's nice. Yeah. Your dad's seen some shit. Yeah, that's he nice. He's had a terrible time. Yeah. Um, Maybe she doesn't know what the green bar is off. Like, oh, um, I was in a car accident. Oh, that's lovely. Hmm. All right, I'm getting into position here as part of my fuck the Nolan trilogy stance. The villain plot in this is what Batman because does in true. Dark Knight. Oh no, they're gonna track everyone's phones and have total surveillance over the entire world. Remember when Lucius Fox is like, but Batman, you can't be doing this, it's fucked. <laughs> and then he said, you're fucking fired because I'm the Batman. No, hang on, I'll, I'll give it a go. Let's think about it. All right, Scooby-Doo. <laughs> you're fucking fired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what he says. The villain in this is, at best, the good guy in The Dark Knight. Fuck your movies. Hmm. Kyle? Look, lady, it's not that the seats have gotten smaller. It's that your ass has gotten bigger. Are you just read quotes <laughs> from this movie now? Because I'm yeah, fine with that. That was the best Batman. thing. <laughs> that was not a quote from Batman, right? Well, I don't remember anyone saying Yeah, Alfred it said it. Alright, so this movie came Pretty out in much. 2000. <laughs> Every cell phone in it looks like it's from the 80s. No, it doesn't. Yes, they do. They're all huge. There was was some Nokia brick phones, but some assholes had, like, double-sided bricks. Tell me you didn't notice that. I don't know, man. It was weird. 
Um, all right, I, I want to talk about the soundtrack here because I let's, I want to start by saying the Thin Man. Mm. Every time he's on the on the TV screen, it's blaring "Smack My Bitch Up" by the Prodigy. Yes. Hmm. Is that on the list of offensive parts? It could be. A lot of them. You want to talk about how what you were saying while that song was playing? About how this is a movie about strong, independent oh, females yes, and it's it playing was, "Smack My Bitch Up." Yeah, let's play a song about beating women. That's nice. I mean, that's his goal in the film, I guess. But I don't know. Wow, eighteen people wrote this film. That's a lot of people. I need to try and find the soundtrack Charlie's Angels soundtrack <laughs> there we go no notes for this episode I wanted to fly real blind for this movie yeah I'm glad I did because it was not what I planned on it being I thought the sequel like went batshit crazy like how no, every no. horror movie gets dumb right at the end of its franchise no nah, this pretty much started there yeah and then happily sat um, it played the Destiny's Child song from this movie. You remember that one? Yes. Destiny's Child was was linked to the other one too. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I didn't know. Because it's, Destiny's Child is like the ultimate Bellies Angels. Not so really. The, the well, it's three girls that are doing stuff. So yeah, yeah, and then that's exactly what this is. The rest oh. and leaves them in the mud to go be shit. Yeah. Um, Toby, you were kind of right. They mm-hmm. were not the, like the phones that everybody was sort of using were Nokia eight two one zero. Um, that is. okay. <laughs> because in in the second film, it's um independent women. Because in the soundtrack, they use a bunch of the clips from Full Throttle. Okay. Um. What else did it have? It played Turning Japanese by the Vapors. Why they were all dressed as Asian people. Yeah, you want to talk about some of the racial profiling in there this fucking too movie? Many to count. Like, Holy shit. You're also racist to. Swedish? Yeah. Swedens were done. Germans were done. Um, Indian? Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, the. There was some brown face. Japanese? Yep, Japanese. The Japanese community were offended. They very probably. poorly speak Finnish. Okay, there was Finland as well. What else we got? I feel like there was more than that, but it sounds like a lot for one movie to pack one, in. Uh, At one also point, one of them had a didgeridoo and the other had a boomerang. <laughs> I don't think we watched the other one. And I was offended. <laughs> um, you could also say, like, um, Japanese people are like Asian people. Yeah. Had they go to the Soul Train nightclub. That was there's, unusual. There's two white people in the whole building. And it's and, the main characters. No, and then they play a song about big asses. Like, I thought that was probably a bit... Really? We're going to go to the ghetto and sing about ghetto booties? Is that, yeah, is that, that really what you I want to do? that really made me think only white people made this movie. Had Wake Me Up Before You Go Go by Wham. Barracuda's Heart oh, by Heart. Oh, song. Yeah. Um, Baby Got Back by Sir Mix-a-Lot. That's what you said there? Yeah. A song called Skull Splitter by Head Noise. Okay. All the Small Things by Blink-182. That sounded real odd, too. Blind by Corn. <laughs> I Love Rock and Roll by Jonah Jett. We got some other stuff there. 
Twiggy Twiggy by the Piscato 5. Nice. Pistachio <laughs> 5. Grooves in the Heart by Daylight is an absolute treasure, and it's a, from the 90s. Yes. It's it not this old as I thought it was. I really placed it near Rock Lobster in my brains. No. I know, right? Isn't that crazy? Um, yeah, Live Wire, as we said before. Mm-hmm. Good time. That, that, uh, if you haven't seen this before, just watch the opening, like the whole bit. Well, Sit down for 10 minutes and just, just watch the first 10 minutes. What's it on, Stan? Unless um, you're on a plane in which yes. point that's being removed. Has it been taken up? <laughs> I'm not surprised. The first 15 minutes is like drawings with like terrible <laughs> voiceovers because that's a change it. And song two by Blur was on there as well. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, it played a lot of songs where it, like, was more interested in the plot that was happening at the same time. Um, yeah, so, was anyone surprised by the twist about who the villain really was? Not really. No. It doesn't help that the bad villain girl in this is the bad villain girl in Incredibles 2, like, to a T. They're exactly the same character design and person. She was more obvious than the guy, I reckon, just because he was so goofy. Yeah, he was a... Yeah, we talked about this while watching it. He starts off as a little bitch, but by the end of it, he's a fucking douche. Yeah. Yeah, he he dresses like big bitch to big douche. Yeah. He goes on a journey. Yeah. He's wearing a black singlet with a black suit jacket over it and red sunglasses. Oh. Mm. I, do, I do like the coloured sunglasses throughout this. Yeah, right? There was some blue. Yeah. There was a heap of red. Yeah. Mm. Um, could you um, picture him as Leonardo DiCaprio? No. Because he was considered for the role. Huh. <laughs> they, they went through a lot of people. Yeah, like, like even Ellen DeGeneres was... Yeah, Ellen DeGeneres was considered for Dylan. Why? I don't know. It was just a bit of trivia that I've got here. The house that Dylan tumbles down a hill into naked is the house from E.T. <laughs> yeah, Why is that trivia? <laughs> That's weird. Oh, man. There's that so, there's so many, like, weird scenes in this. Naked, but I think you point out she didn't have a belly button and stuff. I think she was wearing a bodysuit in that scene. But, like, a skin-coloured one for the sake of appropriateness. And then it cut to those two kids playing PlayStation talking about a boob. I've seen two. I've seen, yeah, that's what he, I've seen a titty. Yeah. I've seen more titties than you, boy. That's what he said to his friend while they were playing some game. Mm. He's like, <laughs> okay. Shut up, bitch. I've seen some big ones. All right, so we talked about the tugboat and the, and the terrorists on the plane. There were some weird scenes in this that didn't really match other stuff. Uh, you want to talk about the NASCAR bit with the Formula One cars? Yeah, that was weird. It made total sense. It's okay, that's that bad it was, guy. This it was a very company. simple way to hack his briefcase. Uh-huh. However, he had nothing to do with where they break into within Red Star, so I don't understand why they needed to hack his briefcase. But then also they were Because he can't like, get into that room anyway. Hmm. Um, they're like, oh, that's the bad man. We just made him drive off the bridge into the water. Should we get him? No. No, because no, it played Smack My Bitch Up. 
This is after that. <laughs> um, when he drives the car off the bridge, she just looks at him. Yeah. It's like they should, like, fucking arrest him. Yeah, they should have arrested him, like, three times because he escaped a bunch. He's in the sequel, full escaped. Um, alright, let's figure this out. So, there's a terrorist on a plane, and then, then they go to Charlie, and they say, good morning, Charlie, all together, because that's what you do. And they help get the, the information about Red Star at the, at the Formula One race, but they also went to a Japanese-themed dinner party that had sumos... Asian waitresses. Asian food. And of course... Yep, then the puffer fish stereotype. Puffer yep, the, the, the sushi puffer fish stereotype. Mm-hmm. Yep, that was interesting. <laughs> it was weird. Then what happened? It was blurry. It was a blurry move that I just went through. Mm-hmm. They fought in a castle. That was at the end. Yep, that was at the end. Uh, what was, what happened in the middle there? The Stone Cold Steve Austin teacher. That's what that was. Yeah, I googled yeah. it. Thank you. Good work. He was like, look, 100% pure. <coughs> yeah, it's snake arms. Yeah, the bottom of the shirt says rattlesnake. I didn't know he was ever called that. Yeah, that's the thing. Hmm. Yeah. Rattlesnakes like don't drink beer. They do now. Well, they don't because he's retired. They did back then. Boys. Oh. <laughs> Um, so Don't karate chop me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Weird, weird movie. Yeah. I don't even know how to talk about it because it was like fucking it's very baffling. Hard to understand what's yeah. going on, but I still. I had a great time with all of it. In two thousand, this would have been the fucking best. It's dope. Like we would have been too young to care. But I, I remember watching. Now, Stop I'm kicking that shit. And then Kaya thought she was a fucking secret agent. Kaya, you secret agent? Yes. Okay. Yeah, like eight-year-old Kai's like running around punching people and then like trying to do a car. Oh, were you inspired by Except for the fact that I wasn't eight years old. <laughs> and I probably wasn't doing that shit in high school. Um, There was a scene I wanted to talk about, but they're all so but weird you, and like, disjointed. Not even ten in 2000? You would have been nine. Oh, I was a big kid. You're not a big you kid, You can't just nigger. change your age because you're a big kid. I was going to say, we're not that much of us as if we don't know about your wife. <laughs> That's all right. Toby's told me he he can't imagine me as a little kid, so clearly it never happened. Oh, I You're don't. an NPC. You were just brought in at this when, age. When it came out, you were 20, but you were... You're nine going on twenty type thing. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I don't get it. So Toby really liked the scene where oh, Lucy oh. Liu's character the fixes the um, drive-through. It zoomed in on her butt so hard you don't even know, I don't know mate. Meant to. I know, but like, whoa. But how what many people doing? wonder if Lucy Liu has donk? We've all seen them now. Yeah, donk proven. Tick that box. She in Futurama. She got paid the list. Oh wow! Like is this more racial people. shit? She got like one million. Cameron Diaz got twelve, and Drew Barrymore got nine million. Yeah, and Lucy Liu got one million. I know. That's not very nice. I know there's still a fucking lot of money for this. Yeah. But if you asked me to put them in order of who's famous, it would be that order. Yeah, it's like just, I know yeah. their roles are the same, but like one's more famous. Yeah. No, you're gonna pay Leonardo DiCaprio the same as like. The kid from Malcolm in the Middle. Yes. Like, 
Without question. He's no, in Big Fat Liar. Truly the best Why film. Why do you Big Fat Liar? Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to come back after a break. I'm going to watch the fucking of some of that. <laughs> oh, sorry, go on. All right. Cut to this, all right? Paul Giamatti was blue. <laughs> remember? You don't look like you remember. I know. Mm. Like I had a crush on Amanda Bynes because I was the right edge to watch that movie. Now she's insane. Amanda Bynes. Always watching. No, that's not it. I keep doing Roz oh, now, you guys. <laughs> There can be only one. <laughs> was that Lindsay Lohan and Amanda Bonds? In Highlander. <laughs> on the road no. Oh! That's <laughs> what I'm talking about. I'm thinking about the actual Highlander. She, she walks in and Lindsay Lohan's good. In the end of the <laughs> She did, you're right, actually. Good. It's like all the stupid young actors that became drug addicts <laughs> and they're fighting over who can be the one. The one what? <laughs> there can be only, there can be only one Meg. It's like an old shitty movie, but they've just changed but there's the one. characters to be... There's only one. There's only one. Alright, so let's talk about when they stole the shit from Star Red Labs. Star Labs. Um, Melissa McCarthy's there in it. Oh, God. And we, and we were watching it, and neither of us give a fuck about J.I. Joe. But oh, Lucy yeah, Liu is the Baroness bad. from G.I. Joe in that scene. Especially G.I. Joe Rise of Cobra. She is German, she's got the, like the horse whip, and she put a man on her boob. And she got all the leather clothes on. Yeah. G.I. Joe's is And for no reason either. Movie. She led a distraction in an unrelated part of a building that didn't matter at all. Yeah, they're like, oh, we have to get into this lab. The dude and wanted free coke. Let's... Let's, um, distract these, like, 30 men in a classroom <laughs> by getting them to walk past the secret room we're trying to break. Yeah, they just brought people near where they were doing the yeah. thing. I also like that she's like, oh, we have to be invisible. Mm-hmm. She walks into the room. She strips off all of her clothing, even though there's a camera right there. She then puts on a white suit. But still has her face. Yeah. And clearly, as she's walking down the corridor, turns around and looks directly at the camera. You can't be invisible and be on camera at the same time. No. Like, the suits that the people were wearing in their rooms are, like, big puffy red suits with gas masks. Yeah. Like, why did they need to be invisible? Because they've, like, disguised themselves as the guys who go in that room. Yeah. They could have just wore that. No, they didn't. Right? They weren't the guys that go into the room. They just had... Their fingerprints and eyes. But there's three girls. There's three women, so you got to, like, give the other one something to do by dressing up as Baroness from J.I.J. And then one just stood out the front. She's like, hey, bro. I like how that she was like, what What else is your guys' like, ideas? I value them. Let's go look at them all. And everybody's just like, oh, my God. You know who had the most You're interesting time me. during the filming of this? Tom Green. He had... Fantastic killer cancer. Yeah, and he it's... married, like, Cameron Diaz as well. No, he was dating, um... The other one? Yeah, Drew Barrymore. Oh, I'm sorry. I get them mixed up. It's also was, the same year that Road Trip came out. And that's with why a, he was... With a lump nut. But he had, he had testicular cancer, so she used to film all day and then go and spend the afternoons in hospital with him. Which is very nice. Aww. You should visit your friends when they're sick. Um... That's the same year the road trip came out as well. Okay. Um, I find it weird. Not 
because he died already. Oh, okay. he's still alive, man. Oh, yeah, good. You want, you want to talk about a waste of fucking time? For months, the actresses trained in Kung Fu for hours a day. Yeah, like three months. For that movie we just fucking watched. Like, you see, the thing about the Chad is he used to have this weird TV show, and one time he got this really professional airbrushing of, like, I think a chick going down on another chick on the bonnet of his dad's car, and then his dad didn't drive to work. That was, that was the end of it. I bought that bo- the box set of the Tom Green show because I wanted to see that sort of shit. It doesn't work. He also did something Thanks, like Video Easy. I'm box. glad you closed down. I think he went on like a cruise ship and he was just doing something stupid and someone wanted to hit him. And, and he sings the bomb song. Back in the day of Jackass. <laughs> Early 2000s were great. Cranky Anchors was there. I don't remember. 9-11 was there, I guess. Um. Yeah, the, what, do you want to talk about the fight scenes a little? They're not very good. The one, no. the one for the Black Widow does in Avengers was in this. It was. Yeah, so that was probably one of the best, like, to watch. Like, it was. Probably it didn't the have least the wi- shit. They've all like, got the looking. line, the line work. No, I think that one was the most hidden because it didn't have that shit. It barely had it. There's yeah, a lot of like points. everyone up in the air for too long, screaming in slow motion, doing big kicks. Yeah, I acted that out to the microphone, everybody. There's like this one where, and you can Cameron clearly Diaz see the like harnesses. Five meters away, and she kicks the entire jump. Like you she Mortal Kombat bicycle kick. You needed one kick. Because <laughs> when when Lee Kang does the bicycle yeah. kick, it's when they're near you, so that you kick them like ten times. Nah, <laughs> no, start over there. I like the one when he's driving the, the helicopter and she just punches him in the back of the head a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty really fucking crazy. Just like, oh yeah, let's talk about how it ends. The no. the guy who hired no the hostage from the start yeah. has a missile launching helicopter. Yes, and he's going to fire it at the beach house where Charlie may or may not be. We don't. Well, well, he doesn't, is. Probably. That's where he lives. I like to think he was just in the other room. And he was worried the girls were going to find him. Yeah, so he him. just so he just rang them really quickly. He, yeah, he's, he's just on the toilet somewhere like, Hi, girls, Hi girls I'm not there. Don't look at me. Because he had a coffee, the fireplace was on, and he had a cigar lit. Yeah. yeah. It's just an unrelated person. And I burned down. Mm. But the fight scenes are all 100% better than any fight scene I've seen in the CW-verse, and that's not me being mean. It was good. The line work yeah. was really bad. Everything else was yeah, alright. Yeah, anytime someone threw a punch, it's like, whoa. Mm. Um, I miss that. It's bad. I loved... Yeah. I, I really liked the Thin Man in this. He's great. He had some fight scenes. Um, So, the original version in the script was nothing like what we got. It was Crispin Glover's idea to remove his entire script, give him high-pitched screams, and love hair. That was his idea. Yeah, because he didn't want to read what they had written in the script. Not like, interested in go. that. He just kind of was like, I'm going to do it my movie. way. Oh, it seems... It made it more script. interesting. That's it seems for sure. like the script was a large bone of contention because shooting actually shut down for like a day because Bill Murray made a comment about... Well, the story's changed a hundred times, but Bill Murray apparently made a comment of why would Lucy Liu speak her lines and she took offense to that and he was like what is that no no as in the lines were shit like she shouldn't have he also got in fights like the director as well he just seemed mean on the set 
He probably tried to make it a better review. Yeah, good for him. Because it turned out pretty good. Um, I'm not excited about the next one. The rebirth that they're doing. Full Isn't there four girls? In the picture I saw there's four girls. Yeah, but there's like four Bosleys. Yeah. And one of them is Elizabeth Banks. Who's that? Um, the chick from Hunger Games. Oh. I'm sure Elizabeth Banks is in more stuff. I can't think of her name, but that's not the Hunger Games girl. Um, Effie Trinket, not Katniss Everdeen. Um, which one, mate? Yeah, that's the chick from Power Rangers, that Twilight girl. Mm-hmm. I think that's Twilight girl, but it looks like a scared boy. <laughs> Apparently they. All right, that's good. Um, I will say I look forward to Patrick Stewart playing a Bosley. Oh, I love Patrick Stewart. It's so good. I love it. So you've got there's three Bosleys so far cast. <gasps> you have Elizabeth Banks, right? Dejamon Honsu. Yeah. And Patrick Stewart. Weird collection. I like it. I like the idea of Bosley being a title, not a person. Well, that would fit the yeah, that would ch- that would fit the recast. You all suck. Why? You suck. How dare you? <laughs> Get out. But Elizabeth Banks, that's Betty from the Spider-Man trilogy. That works at the Daily Bugle. You're the uh, chick with the like. She has the haircut pop. that gives me erections. It's, it's Rita Repulsa from. That's her. I didn't know she was in Spider-Man. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, yeah, she's in Zack and Mary Make a Porno. She's in a bunch of stuff. She's yeah. great. And Didn't know that was her in Spider-Man. Didn't pick it in the fucking slightest. Oh, I got you just blew my ass. He's very excited about this new movie now. Yeah, I'm going to go watch well, Spider-Man. She, she's a lot older than the other three. Maybe she's not one of them. No, she's a Bosley. Yeah. Hmm. She's not a thing. So there's this girl I've never heard of because she's and in three movies, including Charlie's Angels, and then your Power Rangers girl and Twilight girl. Digimon is the guy that's played... He's in Guardians of the Galaxy and Captain Marvel and Shazam and... Like, he's just collecting all the superhero films. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. He's, he's... However, I'm not sure when this film's... Apparently, at the moment, it's going to come out in yes. November. Yes, However, we haven't heard a thing about it, so I don't know about that. That's a bit soon. So it was originally supposed to release in June of this year. Mm-hmm. Then it was going to release in September. Then it was going to release in the 1st of November. Now it's going to release on the 15th of November. You know, mm, like, when bands just drop an album? Yeah. It's just going to be, like, in cinema. What? I wish like movies no did that. No trailer, no announcement. Just, like, boom. Why would they make money that way? You they wouldn't know. make money that exactly. way. It'd just be really interesting. It's... But the, like, weird thing about it... So we know that Cameron... Uh, not Cameron Diaz. Um... Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore was in charge days. of no. the 2001. Elizabeth Banks is in charge of this one. I like that random oh, women just keep buying the rights. What? Rider. She's starring in it. Like, I'm into it. I'm into it. Charlie is the three girls. It was like, yeah, I'm going to have got that. If it's that a, turned out good for her, I'm going to go. Like, at the end, they meet Charlie, and it's Lucy Lucas and Diaz and um, other chick. I want it to be Hugh Hefner. No, because he's a dude. He's a rich, powerful dude controlling women. That's kind of the impression I was getting. Game of Thrones midget. What's his name? He's a fucking. That's not an appropriate. (laughs) What's his name? Oh, I don't know. We'll all know it when it. Yeah. 
Alright. Well, he's not mentioned in Avengers. <laughs> God damn it. I thought we would all know it. Yeah, well, we, we all know, will. We know it. This is one of those tip of your tongue bullshit things that fuck up a day. Where is his name? Peter Dinklage. Yeah. Oh. I, I, in my head, I was trying. To, I knew it was Dinkle something. What if Charlie Dinkle was the something. kid from Malcolm in the Middle? We're gonna have to go watch Big Fat Liar again, yeah, everybody. It would probably be something shit like fucking um, Bazinga guy. <laughs> Bazinga guy. What's his name? Toto. I don't know his fucking name. Humphrey? I don't know his name. What's his name in the show? I don't know, I don't Bolto? watch it! Yeah, Balto, the dog. Kai, what's the name of the Bazinga guy? And do you remember Balto? I think I remember Balto. Do you know Balto's a real story? And Yeah, there's a statue at the end, it was live action! Yeah. Remember the old lady's like life is a bunch of chocolate life is like a box of chocolates, dog sled. Life is and like it, a dog sled. Life is like a dog sled, I wanna ride it all night long. Yeah, Sheldon. <laughs> Sheldon Life is a dog wow. sled, you never know what's gonna happen. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Do you reckon Parsons? Sometimes I yeah. get confused in regards to Bolto and Brother Bear. Okay. It, it, what if Brother yep. Bear was a true story? Seems unlikely. A man turned into a bear and then loved his brother bear, and then they're not even brothers. Did he transform back at the end to keep the bear? No, I, I think he said, "I'm gonna be a bear," and then no, there was a sequel. No, he transforms into a bear. And what's the one open season? Is the other bear one? Yeah, and they go to the quickie mart. They go on a bender. Yeah, they like party hard at the Seven Eleven. Yeah, and then they um fuck everyone up who's gone hunting. <laughs> I thought you were just going to say they fuck everyone. That was the end of your sentence. What's the other good animal ones? You got open... You got home on the range. Yeah, that's, that's really it. bad. Say open range. Open range. <laughs> um, oh, the I wild. On the, range. the wild is not good. Remember when the wildebeest sing their song about having a good day? I can't believe that's a Disney film. That they yeah. let that slip through the cracks. That and Meet the Robinsons are not Disney. That's like plagiarism, mm. putting their logo on it. Um, yeah, but what was the go with that? Why did the wildebeest sing this song just about having a good day because they're going to eat the lion? I'm not sure, buddy. The wild. Remember, it's about... They yeah, I know you zoo talk- And they go to Africa and the wildebeest are going to take over because there's no... Yeah, I got an interesting trivia. I just got to find it now. Directed by Steve Spaz Williams. <laughs> Is Spaz like a nickname? I don't know. I hope so. God, that's not his fucking name. The new Charles play looks shit. Yep, it does. It really does. What sort of weird sus baby doll toy can turn off the electricity in your house? Yeah, he's like a he's like a Google Home now. Yeah, it's stupid. The, if it wasn't Mark Hamill, I'd be furious. But that's got me like, huh? I need to know. I need to know how he does in the role. But fuck him. We've discussed this. I wanted the end of my trilogy. Even though no one else cared and it would just be... I wanted the trilogy of the weird ones about his family. I wanted, um, grandson of Chucky. That could be good. No. Mistress of Chucky. Mistress of the Dark. No. Mistress of the Dark Chucky. Because he got broad and now I want Mistress. We had... Colton Revenge, and that's where we're at now. Yeah, the, there's multiple There's multiple Chuckies! So there's one trilogy, then they got two into another trilogy, yeah. and then they got two into another. That's what I'm saying. 
That's some heck boy shit. <laughs> that's, that is some heck boy shit. Let me look up that. What are we doing? I'm still trying to find the thing. About the wild? Yeah. I'll tell you anything about the wild. You just ask me. Because it, it was outsourced by Disney. It was made by some weird person. If you look up their company, it takes you to Steve Spaz Williams' LinkedIn. So that's not good. I think the dude who made Andrew Anaconda was involved. I can't confirm it right now, but I'm pretty sure. Well, Angela Anaconda was sort of like Dirt Girl World in mm. regards to how people looked. Me and Kai had an argument about Nanette Manoir recently. Nanette Manoir? Anyone who hasn't seen Angela Anaconda no, is I so didn't. away from this episode yeah, right now. Yeah, boys. You, yeah, you think they call her a slut in the opening credits of a children's cartoon. Um, what are some other ones like that? We've had see, that before. Angela Anaconda. Yeah. She was weird. Her friend was weird. And Nanette was, was weird. But see, Nanette taught young boys that when girls have a bit of sass, it's, it's nice and spicy. Mm, no one nothing just, screams spicy quite like the French. No. <laughs> no, she had a bit of sass. Yeah, she was fine. Yep. Um, yeah, her brothers were the dude from Blink-182, but twice. Yeah, but, you know... What was your favourite part of Charlie's Angels? She wasn't like Lola Bunny. Oh. But she did teach young boys about girls with a bit of fire. Mm. She spit hot fire. Mm. She was like Easy E. <laughs> did that pick up on the mics? <laughs> Alright, leave that in. Also put it before the, the title, before the credits. Play it in there as well, okay? Can you do that? I don't know if I have a favourite part of Charlie's Angels. I like when they play that. I would just like to preface this episode by saying none of this is intoxicated right 